Good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And I apologize, we're starting a little bit late. We had some technical difficulties. Um, that's Technology is awesome when it works. Um, and we're going to talk about some technology stuff today. I've got my new friend, Mr. Craig Lillard, on the show today. And this guy is man he's got a lot going on he developed some amazing software that i use um and it's incredible and we're just going to hear about his story so let me bring him in and welcome to the show craig thank you thank you for having me it's good to be here dude i appreciate you taking the time we both had a little bit of a technical glitch this morning we did indeed good, but good we thing got... we're not in technology <laughs> indeed <laughs> Yes, but we made it through. We somehow. did. We did. Yep. So, so, a year and a half ago, Breakthrough Walls, it's to, it really was to give back to help other people have a breakthrough in life because we all hit those, those walls that we don't think we're going to make it through, that we're going to die. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and not get through. And, and, you know, I think that it's encouraging to others to hear how other people have made it through. So let's start with talking about where you were born and raised. Yeah, I was born in Miami, Florida. And uh, back in 1971. Uh, and we lived there for about six years. My dad was a pilot. He flew for Pan Am. Remember Pan Am wow. back in the day it was a 747 captain for pan am so wow yeah so he flew out of miami and so we needed to be near miami so we we eventually moved up to orlando and that's where i grew up and uh it was there all the way up until i came out to texas uh and went to baylor university out here in texas you know when i was around 18 or so but yeah spent most of my time in florida florida native love florida uh, wouldn't mind going back there someday, actually. Wow! So you're in the you're in the Dallas area, right? I am. Yep. 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 Yeah. North, 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 way north Dallas area. Yeah. So, so you, um, so you, you went to Baylor's in Texas. It is. Yep. See, Waco, Waco, Texas. Waco. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, what did you go to college for? What was your? I went to college. Uh, and, and, well, I majored in video and film production in college. My my plan was actually to go work in a church with with teenagers. So I really only majored in that just because it was fun to do. It wasn't something I thought that I would do uh, eventually, but it all kind of came around, and I ended up using uh, that video that I learned because pretty much every company I've started has been video related in one way or another. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, it was good. It was fun. It was a fun major. Wow. So what? Where did that lead you after college? Like yeah. What, so I, what, I I did I did end up working with students. Uh, I did. I got my master's. Then I started working in a in a church uh, with with students in Charlotte, North Carolina. Got married, moved to Charlotte. And I was I was there for about four years, and about four years in, well, while I was there, I started developing websites on the side, and uh, and I always loved technology. Uh, had my first computer when I was like twelve, or so, I mean, when, when there were very few computers to be had. It was Texas Instruments uh, computer. You lo you loaded your video games on a cassette tape. Yep. And <laughs> I, I I had the Commodore 64C. I, that was the second one that I had was my yeah. Commodore 64. And uh yeah, I told this story on another podcast how how I I wanted a modem so I could hack into my school and change my grades like Ferris Bueller did. Uh but no no that was all fantasy. No schools had modems back yeah, then. No. There's no way to hack in or change your grades. It was no. all a sham. So, but I yeah. did, I did. You had to, to learn how to make the F look like a B. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You had to do programs where you just said hello, like 9,000 times. And that was about <laughs> as far as you got uh, uh, outside of playing video games. Right. But, but I did love technology. I, I made little movies when I was a kid and, and was entrepreneurial too. So sold, sold caterpillars when I was like 10 years old, put caterpillars in a jar and took them to school and sold them. Wow. For 10 cents each when they could have just grabbed them off the ground. And that was pretty funny, actually. Wow. So, uh, so yeah, I went and I was, I was doing web development on the side and, uh, and really enjoyed it. And this was back in 97 when, you know, it was just the GeoCities era of, of web development. Yeah. And, and so I had done a website for these, uh, for this local nonprofit and, I was about to have my my second child, and you know I couldn't afford a uh, a video camera at the time, and I wanted a video camera, and I wanted. Dude, they were expensive back then. Well, th this was the good time actually, because this was this was right when prosumer cameras came mm -hmm. in. So, you know, this was the shift when video cameras became affordable and they literally just came out. Canon came out with a, a camera called the XL one yeah, and another one called the GL one, which were really the first, you know, before that, if you wanted a good video camera, 50 grand, you know, 40 yeah. grand or whatever. And these were like five to $7,000. So I started thinking, how can I get one of these cameras? Because I can use it, you know, in my in my business and in, in my web development business as well. So I went to these guys, this nonprofit I designed this website for, and I said, "Look, here's this proposal. If you'll buy me all this gear on this proposal, it was like eight thousand dollars worth of gear. I'll make you two professional videos, and it'll still be cheaper than if you went out and hired, you know, some company to do it for you." And just crazily, they agreed to this proposal, you know, that wow. I just whipped up. And and I, I made them this guarantee. I said, look, I'll, if, it, if you don't like them, I'll pay you back. And in my head, I'm just thinking, I'm going to make sure you like them, you know, right. at all costs. I'll just remake them a million times if I need to. But I was pretty confident that yeah. I could that I could do it. Yeah. So, you know, they wrote me this check and I bought all this video equipment. 
So I had all this video gear and I made them the videos and it all worked out good. And, uh, and I was using some video resources, some educational video resources when I was working at, at this, at this church and they weren't very good. You know, teenagers like stuff to be high quality. So I started producing kind of my own videos. I called them video illustrations and they were topical and they, you know, we did on the street interviews and we asked people questions and I made this business out of nothing uh, selling this subscription to this, this, you know, you get four D at the time it was four VHS tapes a year. And each of them had six of these short video clips on them. And, uh, and so I launched that in January of 2000 and, uh, one, and like within three months I had replaced my salary at that church that I was working at. And so it basically just took off very wow. quickly. Not that, not that my salary was very much. It wasn't but, extremely difficult to replace, but, but you, still. But, but you, you, so oh, let me get this right. You had a master's degree in video something. No, I had a master. I went to seminary. So I had a master's degree oh. in, you know, I mean, it was theology basically. So I yeah. got you. So totally related to video. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Right. No. Wow, man, that's yeah. crazy. Okay, so so um, <laughs> is that like ninety nine percent of all college graduates like don't do what they? <laughs> well, but, but see, that's the irony is that I did major in video. I mean, that's that's what I majored uh, in. I, yeah. I did not think it would ever come back around, but it all came back around. Wow, and and not that you know, I mean, video back then. I mean, one of my classes was. Uh, was like radio or something and I was spinning records. I mean, this was when CDs were out and we were still like splicing tape <laughs> and we had to pretend like we were DJ spinning these records. And I remember they only had like four records to choose from. Oh my and gosh. so my, my shtick was, uh, we're playing the greatest hits from 1984 to 1986. <laughs> Cause that's all we had. We had four records in that little time span. So oh it wasn't like that major was super, you know, preparatory for what I was doing. But but at the same time, it definitely taught me some fundamentals that that I use, you know, in, wow. in making those videos. So, yeah. So so you went to the church and said, I'm out. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't they didn't buy it. The guy that was that was over me. He wasn't buying it. Like he he thought I was just gonna fall flat on my face. Basically. Don't you love those people? I love them, man. It was so funny because it really took off, and I didn't really talk about it to anybody. Yeah. And before we moved back to Texas a couple of years later, I saw that guy at a wedding, and I said, "Yeah, we're moving back to Texas. You know, my wife's family's out here." And even then, he was like what are you going to do for money when you get back to Texas? And I'm just like, <laughs> dude, like you just, you just don't get it, man. You just don't so, get it. So this is a guy that worked at the church yeah. and, and, and your business was, was what exactly? It was, it was, it was these educational resources okay. that, that okay. I was selling to other churches, mainly people working with teenagers. I got um, you all over the place. But you know, he didn't, he didn't know that really. I mean, I'd explained it to him, but he didn't know that. Yeah. I don't think he cared to know it, honestly. No, no. Those doubters, man, the, they, they can be the fuel. Indeed. So, so, so you, here you were in, um, 
So you Charlotte. moved back. You moved back to Texas. We eventually moved back to Texas in, uh, in two thousand three from North Carolina. From North Carolina. Okay. Yep. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um. So you why why Texas? Oh man. Well, my wife mainly. You know, her family oh. was here. I, I didn't want to come back personally because I'm not. You know, I'm not a Texan. But uh. But yeah, she was. We had our kids and they were little, and she wanted to come back, so we came back. Wow. So, um, <laughs> there's a guy on here. I don't know if you can see the comments, but he's saying develop a tripod lamp kit and make another million dollars. There you go. There you go. Not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, lo he loves your, uh, let me, let me go full screen. He loves that tripod lamp you have back yeah. there. Yeah. Oh. Cool. <laughs> I didn't know exactly what you were referring to. That's yeah. hilarious. Yes. There it is. Did yep. you make that? I did indeed. Yes. Wow. I made that. Yep. 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 Exactly. That's awesome, man. So, so, um, so you go back to Texas now when you were selling this stuff, because I, I look, I built my first website in 1994, right? Mm -hmm. The internet was yeah. somewhat new. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as far as getting out on ISP, you could do stuff on GeoCities and AOL. And yeah, I think even was MySpace even, I don't know if MySpace. No, no MySpace. Mm -hmm. so. It was, uh, yeah. I, YouTube definitely didn't exist. Yes. And, and so, so, um, we're cut from a similar cloth, I'd say. Yes, but, definitely. But, but you know, you you see, so you go back to Texas, and I've done that where I move to another city and I take my business with me. Yeah. And and that it can be challenging, <laughs> real challenging, actually. But well, what, were you selling all over the country? How were you doing it? It was all online, so everything okay. was online. Um, I mean, apart from online, we did some conventions. Okay. You know, but that was really that was it. So it really wasn't that big a deal for me because that was one man show, you know, at the time. I mean, I had I had kind of like one person that kind of filled orders for me and mailed out packages. So, yeah, it wasn't a big deal. Ended up getting an office with my brother. He lives here. My brother lives here. So so we got an office together and ended up hiring a couple, you know, a couple kind of college guys out here. So, yeah, that transition was not not a super big big problem. So, so, okay. So uh, were you, and I'm trying to understand exactly, were you selling video assets to, to these youth groups or to, I, I'm not sure I understand okay. like B-roll or. No, 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 no. So, so let's say, you know, you're talking about patients one week Okay. and you want to intro that with a video clip. So Got we it. might go out on the street and ask people, hey, what you know, what makes you impatient or whatever? Right. Get a Got bunch it. of answers, cut it together in kind of like an MTV style editing. Yeah. With some music, you know, or we might go interview somebody who went, you know, kind of like a Dateline style video where they went through some really difficult thing and they had to have yeah. patience. So we would have six of these different video clips, two okay. to three minutes long, and then you know, guys that were wanting to use video. To you know, and 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 with teenagers, it's something you want to do, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so it was something that was very popular. And back then, churches weren't really using video a lot. Right. Now they are using it like crazy. But we were definitely one of the kind of on that verge of you know, kind of bringing video in, in into you know into churches, letting them kind of modernize a little bit. 
Got it. Okay. <clears throat> so where did, so what, what, what ended up, I mean, are you still yeah. in that business? What, no, how, no, no, no. They... So interestingly, um, a, a, a couple of companies launched and this is all, you know, this is, this is what disruption does to you. So a couple of companies launched and, uh, and their model was, to crowdsource basically what we were doing. So they, they, a couple marketplaces came out and said, look, anybody with a video camera can create video content like this, put it on our marketplace, and then you can just download one, you know, one video. So once these launched, you know, the, I mean, they, they come to me and said, hey, why don't you put your stuff on our website? I knew that was like the death now. Like I knew that was... Like either I had to compete with what these guys were doing and build my own marketplace yeah. um, or die. And and I did, I pivoted a little, I did pivot that lasted a couple of years. I, I, I turned everything we had because at that point we had a good, uh, you know, had about a hundred videos. Yeah. I, I turned it into a downloadable subscription. So you could subscribe for a year for like a hundred dollars and you get to get access to all the content we created and I partnered with a couple other content uh, creators, and uh, and that worked pretty well for a couple of years. But even then, I knew, uh, you know, I knew that this was not gonna going to work, and uh, and started seeing our revenues fall. So I knew I had to do something. And I remember sitting up, uh, you know, in my home office. I remember this day, man, because I was I, I had some depressing country music video on. <laughs> and I just I remember just having my head in my hands just like dude that's the worst thing you could be what, <laughs> what am I gonna do you know just feeling like this is gonna be a disaster you know I, I don't know what to do and I knew we were just heading down and I was like uh you know I don't think I'm gonna go back and work at a church I mean I definitely had the entrepreneurial bug at that point um yeah. So, yeah, I was at a crossroads and I had to figure something out, you know, and our lifestyle had changed. I mean, we were we we're doing well. We had a good, strong business. You know, I wasn't getting paid a church salary anymore. So right. I had to figure out what that next thing was going to be. And thankfully, I I figured that out. So you figured it out before before everything, because that again, that's something that that I see, and I'm sure you've seen with businesses. Um, they don't pay attention to what's happening. I mean, I've been in web development now for over 25 years, and it's like it's it's changed so much yeah. that it's it's like almost a commodity. So I've been you know paying attention to that for for quite some time. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm sure you have, you see people hang on way too long, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, if, 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 if one thing I've learned that, you know, if somebody can do something, they're going to do it. I mean, if they can right. do it cheaper, if they can do, and, and people tend to see that and they, yep. they think they, they convince themselves, oh, this, this won't make a difference, you know, right. oh, this, this will be okay. Right. And it won't, because even if they fail at whatever that disruption is, somebody else is going to come right back yep. with the same disruption and they won't fail. So right. you, you, once you start seeing those dominoes fall, 
you, yeah. you really have to start planning on how you're going to react. Or, or they think, I, I don't know if you remember, um, you know, back in Oh two Oh three, I started doing SEO and, and I think it was around Oh seven Oh eight. There were all these little, little pop-ups that started pop-up search engines mm -hmm. They were like, we're mm -hmm. taking oh, Google yeah. down. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I mean, right. Here recently, somebody's like, we're taking Amazon out yeah. of the game. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Don't take on Goliath. Like, I know it's a great story in the Bible, but, dude, like, seriously, like, don't, like, anyway. It, no, I agree. That, right? We've seen that where it's yeah. like, we're going to take on Google. We're going to take on Amazon. And and there's there's things that you have seen. Um, and I'm going to let you tell a little bit more about some of the other stuff you you got involved in along the way, because I know a little bit of it. Um, but you've you've paid attention. I don't know if it was luck or if it was a combination of luck and necessity, but you created something pretty cool we're going to talk about in a minute. But um, talk about where you ended up going, what you ended up yeah. getting into. So at this time, you know, again, I was I was into video. I was make, creating a lot of video content. And uh, and this was right around the time that iStock Photo had become big. So they had recently sold to Getty images oh. for like $40 million. And, yeah. you know, back then that was a lot of money. Um yeah. You know, it seems like pennies today, but that was a lot of money back then. So uh, so I saw what they were doing and I knew that nobody was doing that with with video and stock video was just like stock photos were, you know, was four hundred dollars for a clip of a cat or whatever. And it was ridiculous. So yeah. that's where I headed. I, I started a company called Revo Stock. And, you know, the goal was to be the first micro stock, which is what those companies are called micro stock stock media that's yeah. crowdsourced and you you know it's only a dollar and now it's up to whatever it is, 10 bucks or whatever but back then it was like a dollar at iStock photo so uh so i launched you know i, I started building revo stock hired a company uh, i was more of a designer than a programmer at the time so i hired a company to develop this website that was going to be the video version of iStock photo basically um, and also the, the long-term goal was that we would add, you know, music and sound effects and other stuff too. Uh, but everything kind of video related. So I launched that in 2006. Okay. I launched Revo Stock. Um, funny story, ironically, uh, after I launched Revo Stock, maybe a month later, I went on my iStock photo account to use some credits that I had and I was locked out of my account. Whoa. I thought, well, that's weird. You know what? I mean, I've got money in here. Why am I locked out? And it was really weird the way it was like, it wasn't like you're locked out. It was like, you know, when, when the CSS doesn't work on a website and it's just yeah. a bunch of, there's no design or anything. That's what it was like. So it even looked strange. Like what's going on? So, I called them up and, and the lady answered the phone. I said, Hey, look, you know, I'm locked out of my account. And she said, yeah, let me forward you, you know, to so-and-so. So this guy answers the phone in, in just the office space voice. And he's like, 
Yeah. He eventually says, yeah, you're that Revo guy, right? Wow. And I said, yeah. And he said, yeah, you're kind of our competition. Oh, my God. And I said, no, I'm not. I said, you guys do photos. We do videos. We're not competition. He goes, yeah, <laughs> you're kind of our competition. Wow. And that's when it hit me that they were going to be adding video. Yeah. And I just felt like the world just collapsed on me. Because yeah. to me, they were a giant. You know, like they owned the yeah. market. Yeah. And, you know, I'm telling my wife this. We're both freaking out. I'm curling up, sucking my thumb in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and just feel like it's over before it's begun. Right. And and thankfully it was not. It was not over before it began. And and you know it, yeah. it didn't have that great of an effect. But that right. was definitely something that terrified me. Gee, many Christmas. Yeah. Man. And there's I I'm I'm not a fan of Getty images. Mm -hmm. I, I, not not even a little bit. No yeah, comment I, on that. Yeah. Huh? No, <laughs> no comment. comment. No comment. <laughs> Yeah, you're not alone. I've heard that from other people, but yeah, uh, I'm sure a lot of people hate them. But the um, you know, I, I think that and, and that's another thing that that a lot of people don't understand is licensing when it comes to, to using even B-roll stock video stuff, yeah. you know, but but um, and there's not a website out there really that says, hey, by the way, this is the licensing and you need to understand. This. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's never extremely clear. And, yeah. and, and a lot of these marketplaces have people, you know, they got people uploading content from everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. and they're all kind of agreeing to your license. But, yeah, right. you know, uh, sometimes they're just kind of not really reading it either. So it is it is a little muddy. But yeah. I've never really had I never had an issue with it. I had that business for 10 years. I was always terrified that we would get sued for some kind of copy. You know, somebody uploaded something. Yeah. And uh, and we never got sued for that. We got sued for patent infringement, but we never got sued for copyright infringement. And that's that's a whole nother story. What? So t t you kind of told me a little bit of that. Why don't you? Uh, yeah. If you feel if you're okay with oh, it. Oh yeah, I'm totally totally okay with it. So we were about six or seven years into it, it was going great. We had invented basically a new category and that was templates for Adobe After Effects. So before RevoStock, nobody was creating that kind of content. And we, you know, basically got into it and started creating kind of these, you know, you could download this template, you could modify it and you'd have like this amazing looking 30 second commercial and that was that became like 50% of our business basically um and honestly if it had not i don't know how long we would we would have lasted because we weren't really that competitive we were not the first you know we i thought we would be the first microstock video there's another company that that was launching almost the exact same time that we did and of course we had these other you know we had iStock ad video eventually yeah. shutterstock added video so that became a lot more competitive. So that was kind of was our niche and it worked, you know, these After Effects templates worked really well. And we also sold a good bit of, of video footage and music. But about six years in, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sitting in bed with my laptop one night and I get this email and it says, hey, you know, I'm this attorney in Arizona. 
you know, I understand you've been sued for, for patent infringement. If you need help, let me know. And I'm just looking at this email, just baffled, you know, I mean, this is, it's 9 PM at night sitting there watching Netflix or whatever. And, uh, or actually then back then probably watching DVDs of 24. I don't think Netflix was around, but yeah, right. I, you know, I, I'm show this to my wife and we're just like, what the heck? So I Google, uh, you know, Revo stock versus or whatever. And, and up comes this lawsuit, this patent infringement lawsuit. What? So that leads me down this path over the next couple of days to understand what was happening to us. And what was happening was we were being sued by what's called a patent troll. And patent trolls, what they do is they they gather up patents, usually vague patents, that they can use to sue as many companies as they can. And when they sue them, they sue them in East Texas. They bring them out to Tyler, Texas or Marshall, Texas, because that whole area has become this ecosystem for patent trolls to thrive and, and win, basically. So they, they're, they're confident that if they bring you out there, the likelihood of you winning is low. And, and, but even then, to defend yourself, it's like $2 million. So we were basically screwed from the get-go because there was really no way that we, you know, we, 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 we didn't have investors. It was, my company was all privately funded. Um, wow. We have $2 million laying around. Most definitely we did not. So um, it looked to be a disaster, like from, from the get go, it looked like it was going to just ruin us. What, was the, what was the patent that they said you had, had broken or yeah, stolen or whatever? The patent, was and I, I'll try to describe it as best I can. It it was for a for a negotiation system for negotiating the rights of like movies or TV shows. You know yeah. that was that was as I understood it. So if you're like a, a TV station in Japan and you know you want to show Jaws on Christmas Day at two o'clock, you know you would have to negotiate all these terms. Yeah to be able to do that. So this software made that possible. But with these patent, you know, with patent suits, I mean, you can sue for really almost anything as yeah. long as it's close enough. So because that had to do with licensing media and we had to do with licensing media, it was just it that that's wow. really what the connection was. We, we had a static license with an I agree checkbox like everybody's had yeah. forever. Right. And, right. and, and there was, there's no negotiation. There's no back and forth. It's just you, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. You click I agree and you download your video and that's it. But, right. you, you know, we, the judge, I mean, this is the interesting thing is that there were about five judges that handled patent trolls and Marshall, two of them, their sons were attorneys for patent trolls. Oh my gosh. Okay. So wow. one of those was our, one of our judges and uh, he's not there anymore, but I mean, it's like, <laughs> like it's just, and so the judge never threw us a bone. I mean, never through the whole thing. You just, you wow. would have an event where you would hope 
for some relief. It would not. It just over and over would not would not happen. Um, wow. So that went on for two years, and it still wasn't over. And I think the the actual court date was like three years. And I can't go into it a whole lot, but I right. would say it was dismissed uh, by just miraculous circumstances. And I will say, um, wow, you know that that I reached out to somebody that was able to help with it. That that is a crazy story that if I told it, you probably wouldn't believe it, honestly, but it was, it was amazing. So wow. it actually, you know, I reached out to this person and within a month, this was, it was over. Now, part of the reason for that was they had bigger fish to fry. And quite frankly, one of the group that was in this settled, one of this, one of the companies settled with them. There were four companies. They sue in chunks. They sued four Jeez. companies. One of them settled. I think they had their precedent because the next month they sued everybody. They sued iStock. They sued Shutterstock. They sued Envato. They sued Getty. They sued everybody. And, wow. you know, so that that was, you know, maybe the reason why they were willing to let us out of it. But it was great. But the thing was, at that point, we were – we were in trouble. Like, yeah, I, I think I told you that the time we were sued was at the same time that Google rolled out their SEO updates that hit us. And we dropped like 30% in traffic in like three months and 30% revenue. So we had like the storm of stuff yeah. going on and our revenue just started dropping, 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 dropping. So at yeah. that point I had just met with a guy who said, I think you need to file bankruptcy and just be done with it. He, he said, this lawsuit's not going away. You need to file bankruptcy and, and, and give up, you know, but he also told me to go talk to this person that I ended up talking to. So once that was over, um, you kind of got a second win. So I sent an email out to our, the people that sold through us. And I said, Hey, this is what we've been going through. You know, do you want to throw in the towel or do you want to, try yeah. to come back from this. And everybody resoundingly said, let's try to come back. And that's what we did for the next two years. And it didn't work. And we just basically ended up, you know, one morning I came out and brought the website up and it was a blank, you know, blank page because our hosting company had, had shut us down. And yeah. I had already planned to sell my house at that point. <laughs> and we closed on, closed on selling our house in like seven days. Cause it was all, it was all coming crashing down very fast. Wow. So, and that was and that, in, uh, so yeah, when, go ahead. When, when you're in that, when you're in that, like, and, and I, I've been there, especially when Google changed the algorithms, mm. the penguin and panda updates, yeah. and they're stupid names for those updates. Yeah, right. Yeah. All cute, <laughs> like, all cute and fuzzy. Yeah. I used to like penguins and pandas yeah. and all that. Um, but, you know, like, when you're in that and, and cause I've been there, but I want to hear your, you know, like you feel like your world is just yeah. coming up. Like it's not going to get better. Like you, you, you just feel like there's no hope. There's everything that I thought I knew. I don't. Yeah. Everything I had done successfully no longer works <laughs> and yeah. I'm a loser. Yeah. And all of that, all of that stuff, man. Yes. I, yeah. I had a vehicle repossessed in front of a bunch of employees one time. I was like, yeah. this sucks. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know? 
So, so tell, tell me how, how did you get through that? Those emotions, what were some of the things you were experiencing and how did you get through it? I mean, you know, obviously I have a background, I have a, you know, a a faith based background. So faith is a big part of that. Just, I kept just trusting that things would be okay, but you know what? They're still not always okay, and, uh, <laughs> right. but that did that did help me get get through it. And um, but I think the biggest thing is just I, I wish I had known more people that had gone through that. I think the biggest thing is that you really do feel like you're just gonna die. I mean, you feel like your whole world is just going to implode and suck into a cavern, and it, yeah. and and your kids are gonna run off and you know, become crack addicts and you, know, <laughs> you, you just think the other, you know, the worst things are going to happen. Right. And, and that feeling keeps you from making decisions that, that you need to make. I, I think. And it's awesome when somebody says, you just got to turn it over to God. It's going to be okay. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, what, if, what if God doesn't want it to be okay? You know, you're like, I have a master's degree in theology. Exactly. Right? Don't preach at me. <laughs> what, what, what if, what if he has other plans, you know? Right. And, right. and I did think about that. I thought, you know, sure. what if, what if God does have other plans? And, and this is not like, this whole situation that I had built, this marketplace was not going to be an easy band-aid rip. Right. And it was going to be a slow, painful yeah. tear. And I knew that. And uh, But I also felt like because we had this marketplace and because there were people depending on us and depending, you know, they were selling content through us, I I felt like I had to go down with the ship basically. Yeah. Like I just felt like I could not just give up and say, Oh, well, sorry, you know, you're going to lose some money. I'm just going to quit. And that's that. I just didn't feel like I could do that. So I really felt like I did have to just, just go down with it. And, and that's basically, you know, and and I did everything I could to save it. I tried to get co-founders. I tried to sell it multiple times uh tried to sell it one time it got all the way up six months in they said we're gonna have an offer to you on thursday our attorneys are gonna contact you and on wednesday they said nah never mind and that happened twice one time that happened after we had shut everything down and a company a pretty big company contacted me within like two weeks hey we're interested in you know buying you know whatever and uh you know buying you or or whatever it was they wanted to do and at that point, I had to keep, we had all this content stored on Amazon right. that I had to keep alive. And it was a lot of content uh, that I had to keep alive with just money, personal money to live off of. And that ended up same thing. Like after I kept saying, look, y'all got to tell me what, what's going on here because mm. this is killing me. And, uh, and Amazon is threatening me. You know, they're saying we're going to, I remember it was Thanksgiving day. And the guy at Amazon was like, you need to send us $8,000 by tomorrow or we're deleting all your content. And, and that was the worst I, I had. I just laid in bed all Thanksgiving. It was at my mom's house. I had this incredible headache. And 
you know, that they, they I, I think they were bluffing, quite frankly. And, uh, you know, but eventually this company said, nah, not going to work out. And eventually I just had to click delete on all that, you know, all wow. that content. So, so yeah, I had to reboot. I just start over from Something below ground, ground zero. Ground zero. Below ground zero, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. Um, and that was very difficult. It's, yeah. It's incredibly difficult, man. Mm -hmm. And and that's why I mean, I, I I how how what year was that? That wasn't yeah. that long ago, was it? It was 2015. Yeah. So just just a few years ago. Yeah. And and so eventually <laughs> I've been there, man. I, I'm not laughing at you. I promise you. I oh, just you it, laugh it, away, you're, man. <laughs> you're, it's, it's euphoric recall, man. It's like, yeah. you know, you, you go through these really tough times as an entrepreneur, because I, I think that entrepreneurs have a loose screw. Quite frankly. <laughs> like, I think we do. I think that it's like, Hey man, let me see if how much pain I can tolerate. <laughs> on no sleep um and, and hopefully make it big someday yeah um but you know like eventually you you started pulling out of I the, did. i'm sure you hit a depression you hit all of that stuff right yeah i mean i wasn't really depressed i, I didn't feel like i had time to be depressed right, really right. um so i started doing marketing you know i started doing websites i started you know a little consultancy and yeah um and thought i would just help local companies with that yeah. um had a culture shock with that like i'd never done networking all, at all yeah um and i learned if i'm going to get local clients like i have to do this thing called you know i have to go to the chamber of commerce at yeah. 7 a.m and just wish I could pull hair out that I don't have anymore. Right. And, and felt like that was the biggest waste of time, but eventually learned, oh, okay, yeah. Like I got a client from that. And, and so I started rebuilding that way, but that was never the long-term goal. Like the long-term was I, I have startup ideas I want to do again. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't think I want to have a marketing agency long-term. I'm not, totally sure but i'm pretty sure i don't yeah but that first year was was nightmarish i mean it was i mean there were yeah. days i was i was scouring for gift cards that i could go sell literally yeah. for 20 bucks or whatever i mean it was it was it was crazy but yeah but at the same time <laughs> and i only told my wife this recently there was a little thing inside of me like this is a challenge, man. I want to, I want to come back. You know, I want to come back from this. This is, this is a challenge. You know, yeah. there was that part of me that was kind of relishing in it a little yeah. bit. You're like, I'm the Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> and, right. uh, and yeah, there was, I didn't, like I said, I'd never tell my wife that, but there was that part, man. And, uh, and I think that's just, maybe that entrepreneurial thing. So, uh, wow. you know, and I think that helped a little bit, uh, now, to kind of get this, through it. I want to point out something because <laughs> I, you know, look, I didn't go to college. In fact, my senior year, they said you didn't get a credit in biology and you need that to graduate. And I tried negotiating with them and yeah, it didn't work. So I just said, well, then I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. 
you know, I had already been programming in basic language and, and had a really good firm grip on all that. But, you know, I, I was, um, you're incredibly educated. I mean, you have a master's degree and, and, and you, here you are and it's in theology. So like, you know, it's literally all about faith and, and, and here you are like you, you your company, everything you tried to do wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't stand. And, oh, yeah. and you were questioning, I'm sure your faith, I'm oh, yeah. sure you were questioning everything. Oh, right? Yeah. 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 And, and, and I want people to understand that, that it doesn't matter where you come from on the education or the socioeconomic scale. Like, <laughs> I, I don't want to swear on here, but you know what can hit the fan yeah, in your life. Indeed. And, yes. and, and like, you're like, whoa, what yeah. in the world? And you don't know how to handle it. So it can happen to anyone. It can happen to anyone. And after this happened, I started talking to people and people were telling me their stories. So that's when people start telling me their stories. You know, that's when people start saying, oh, yeah, that happened to me, you know. Uh, this I went through the same thing and lost everything and and you know I wish these people would have talked to me before and maybe that was <laughs> maybe that was because I was not talking right. to people and right. that is one thing um, throughout all this that I, I mean if I could give advice to to people that are struggling I would say one you have to ask for help you, yeah help people want to help you and I had people help me along the way. That was just incredible. Like other entrepreneurs that I barely knew that chipped in some money. I mean, mind-blowing stuff all along the way. Yeah. So if you don't reach out, you're screwed. Like you've yeah. got to let people know what's going on. Let people know what you're struggling, struggling with. And don't be afraid to ask for assistance. But the other thing is, is that even though everything did blow up, you know, everything did blow up. I did have to take my kids out of their school. They'd been going to, you know, all their life. And, and my daughter just became a senior and I had to put them, you know, they were in a private school and put them in a public school, had yeah. to do all, had to do a lot of things, move, sell our house, move into an apartment that we just kind of thought was just going to blow everything up. And it didn't, it didn't blow everything up. Right. And, and my kids didn't become crack addicts and they, they, it taught them great lessons and, and looking back, I think it was great for yeah. them. I think it was great for all of us. I think it taught my whole family. Yeah. Great lessons. And, 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 and humility and, and, and everything. Oh yeah. Humility yeah. and, and, you know, and a, a better understanding of money and managing money and what yeah. you need and what you don't need. And, yeah. uh, and yeah, so, so all that was really valuable and, and, and also I think helped set me up for any future, you know, business as well. Um, I mean, there's a lot that I, you know, will, will do differently going forward. So, so, so let's let, I cannot believe we've already been on here 47 minutes, man. That's crazy. So, so let's, let's, let's segue into the good stuff, man, yeah. because, um, you know, you, uh, and I, I'm trying to th uh, think how to frame this, but you, you know, I came across you through a Facebook ad, I think. 
Yep. Um, and I've been looking for a long time. I told you like, dude, I've been looking for something like this for a very long time. Um, and apparently so had you yes, <laughs> and, and you're like, this is bull crap. I can't find yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm just going to develop it. And, yes. And dude, you've developed something that honestly, uh, I use it almost every day now mm. and it's incredible. Like it's absolutely mind blowing, incredible. And I'm going to let you tell the story about how, how that all came about this new company. It's not brand new. It's been, you've been around for a little bit, right? A few months. Yeah. Since, oh, okay. since July. Oh, so brand new. Yeah. It's pretty much brand new. Yeah. Wow. So nobody really even knows about this that much. And that's, that's what's exciting is this is geez. So um, tell everybody what, what was happening that made you go, okay, I gotta, I gotta fix this problem in the marketplace. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, I, I have, obviously a lot of background in video and watching what's going on with, you know, th this whole gold rush of video content. And, and, you know, as I'm sitting at my computer with my head in my hands, you know, I'm, I'm not doing nothing. I'm watching YouTube and Facebook <laughs> and watching Gary V and watching Casey Neistat and seeing, seeing, you know, this, this change and this video content that's starting to come out and realizing that this is this, uh, you know, I, when I started Revo stock, my mindset was video is coming. Like everything's going to be heading that way. But I didn't realize like how far ahead that was and how far off that was. It was a lot farther off than I yeah. realized. Right. Um, but I feel like now, like the wave, you know, we're, we're at the crest of the wave and it's starting to just go nuts and everybody's starting to realize that they have to get into video. So I was going to create a program to help people create better video content, you know, specifically content, you know, yeah. the, 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 the traditional, I mean, I've made video production traditionally, you know, with, with, filming people and lighting and all in trying right. to make it look amazing. But this video content thing's a whole different strategy and, and, and it's a whole different thing. So, um, and there's lots of people just whipping out their, you know, their, their webcams and, and they're creating video content and it doesn't look great. And the sound is not great. And the lighting is not great. And they don't know kind of these basic little tweaks that right. you can do to make it look so much better or sound so much better. So I was going to work on this program. So I started making my own video content to kind of promote yeah. this program. I totally believe in the whole subtitle video thing. So I'm making these videos and I'm first doing them in After Effects and typing out my subtitles. And then I get an app and I'm typing out my subtitles. And one day I'm just typing them out and I'm just like, this is madness. Like, what am I doing <laughs> sitting there typing out these subtitles? This is insanity. There's yeah. got to be a better way to do this. And so I started kind of looking into it and realized pretty quickly, like there is a better way to do this and it can be automated. And because of what I've done in the past with, with Revo stock, you know, a lot of video encoding and everything, I, I kind of already knew what to do. 
So I started building, you know, this tool that would make it easy to automatically create subtitles and and throw those created subtitles in a little designer so you can add a headline and an animated countdown bar. But let, um, let, before you go that <clears throat> far, explain why, because I can explain it, but I'd rather you say it. Why are subtitles even important? Because I honestly, for years, I've done video for many, many years now, and I've never used subtitles until yeah. recently. And the reason is, is going into Adobe After Effects or Adobe Premiere and putting in your own subtitles is literally a nightmare. It's yeah. a nightmare. It sucks. Yeah. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. So it is. explain why subtitles are important. Yeah, they're important because you know, and, and I didn't even know this number until recently that you know, it's 80 to 85 percent of social media videos are watched without the sound on. And if you know that and you start paying attention to your own use, you know, as you're flipping through. I mean, I see myself just skipping videos that don't yep. have text. There's nothing telling me immediately what's going on with that video. Right. And I'm just skipping right by it. So. There, you know, subtitles used to be an option if it's in a different language or you can't understand the person. Now it's an aesthetic. It is, it is literally for yep. social media. Now I'm not talking about YouTube. You know, people say, what about YouTube? People go to YouTube to watch long form video. Right. And they know they're going to be turning their sound on. So it's a different story. I mean, subtitles help. Yeah. But social media, they're not going there to watch long form video. They're going there to just do social media stuff. And there happens to be video on there. Right. So if you're going to stop them in their tracks and get them to watch your video, you have to give them a visual, something they can read that, yep. that will grab them, draw them in. And then, you know, th most people don't want to hit that microphone or that speaker button to turn unmute, the sound on. Unmute. Right. So, right. So, so you need to make sure they can read, you know, what's going on in your video. So, That's right. That's the reason. So, so, so you were doing this by hand. You looked around, saw there's no, no way to, no, there was nothing out there that would automate this process. Cause no, and and if there is, they are hiding very, yeah. very well from Google. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I had been looking for probably the, a year or two. Yeah. I had kept checking to see if there was something. Yeah. And there were bit, you know, there were bits and pieces that you can kind of put all together, but I didn't want to mess with that. And it, you know, I wanted something very simple and clean that could do it quickly and easily. So, yep. uh, so I was surprised that there was not a solution. I, 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 dude, me too. I, I'm you know, with you. I totally agree. Because so, there almost so, always is, you know, when you have an idea, there yeah. almost always is somebody who's already done it, you know? Yes. Um, so I was very happy until, to see until that. now, until now, indeed. <laughs> until now, right. Yes. So, so talk about what you ended up developing. So I developed, uh, you know, <laughs> I, you just made me think of a funny story. So I developed this app, I called it clip titles. And, and again, you upload your video in a few minutes, it transcribes your video, but it doesn't yeah. just transcribe it. It times your subtitles perfectly with your video it does it does and then yep. it and in in the transcription is not perfect it's ai transcription so it throws your your subtitles in a little editor 
and you can go through real easily, scroll through it, make edits, play through it, preview it. Um, but it has a bunch of layouts that, you know, based on the most popular layouts that people are using on all the social media networks. So the yep. square with the bar on the top and the bottom, the, the vertical with a big bar on the top and the bottom. I mean, there's, there's a bunch of them depending on, on what, you know, type of video you upload. Here, let me just show, show it. Yeah. I, I have it. So this, this is what you're talking about over here. Mm -hmm. This, this is one that I did um, literally last night. I, I did this announcing that I, I, I was um, given an Amazon influencer account. And I saw I'm, that. I saw your video. Yep. Did you, did you listen to it or did you just read the subtitles? <laughs> I read the subtitles. I know you did. So I, that, you know, this is a really amazing system and, and dude, I I've already, I've already talked to you about, uh, I think you're way underpriced, <laughs> but, but like, you know, again, whatever it is, what it is, but you, you have this, this clip scribe now that's just, it's phenomenal. And as far as the subtitles not being perfect for me, they're about 96% accurate. I'd say. Yeah. For you most know? people they are, they're, they're, they're very accurate as long as your audio is good. Yeah. And then uh, what we, we do several languages too. So what will happen a lot of times is somebody in Australia will upload a video and they'll forget to choose Australian English. Uh, so they'll be like, oh, my subtitles are off. And it's like, well, no, if you change your language, they'll probably be better. So for the most part, yeah, they're, it's it's pretty darn accurate. It's it's phenomenal, man. And, and, and you know, I, I'm you you made me uh, a um, an affiliate account and, and I appreciate that. Um, so I, I, I make a few bucks anytime somebody signs up and, and I've had some people sign up that absolutely love it also. I, you know, I love the fact that your entire story is so similar to, to mine in a lot of ways. Um, outside of the master's degree <laughs> in theology. Um, but the, the um, you know, it's the getting punched in the face over and over and over and being knocked down and saying, you know what, I'm not giving up on, on life, on business, on whatever, and, and just keep going. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. And, and I was going to tell this, share the story as well, because, um, it's quite humorous if, if anything else, but you know, I originally called this clip titles. It was not clip scribe. Oh, and I started running ads on Facebook and they were doing really well back in July. And I paused them for a little bit. Um, and then I kicked them back up again and almost immediately my account was shut down. So Facebook disabled my ad account. What? And I went and looked at the reason and they said it was because I was promoting adult content and I was just baffled by that. I'm like, well, this has got to be an accident or something. So I reach out to Facebook and I'm like, Hey, you know, what the heck is going on? We're not, obviously this is not adult content. You know, can you turn us back on? So they, it took a couple days. I get one email that said, uh, no, we're shutting you down for good. They said forever, basically. 
And then a follow-up that said, uh, no, we're going to turn, you know, turn it back on again. This, this went on for two weeks straight, basically. And eventually I, I had to realize that their filters were seeing the word titles. And there's uh, another, there's another more adult word that you can probably more. infer might that, that some computer might think uh, is something else. So wow. um, yeah, I had to totally rebrand everything basically overnight and come up with a new name. Um, and, and a lot wow. of people say they don't care about names, but I do. I, I just need a name that I feel good about. Yeah. And I, you know, I like Clipscribe better. It's the first two syllable domain name I've ever had. So I was, <laughs> I was actually very happy with it and couldn't believe <laughs> that, that it worked out that way. But yeah, that was a crazy story. And another, you know, another example of just boom, you know, right as things, appear to be just lifting yeah. up just boom right in the face and and i really thought this is it like i mean what if this is permanent like what if there's no coming back from this facebook is the ideal platform to promote this product so uh it really is yeah i don't know what's going to happen but you know you you gotta you gotta punch through and you gotta make difficult i mean rebranding your whole company is not pleasant but Dude, you had to rebrand your entire life. And that that's the thing, <laughs> you know, when I when I um when I look at um you know, when 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 you think about like other people and you see cuz I I've seen other people, you know, I do a lot of coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching and and I I see people that have been through the ringer, man, yeah. and they just they they've almost not given up on life, but kind of given up on ever pursuing a dream again. And, and I, you know, that's one of the things I do is wake them up to, yeah. to, you know, their potential. But I mean, like, what do you think in your opinion? And we're a little bit over the hour. I, you know, I apologize for that, but um, I want to just finish up with a couple of questions. What do you think in your opinion is the number one thing that, that keeps people from success in life because this clip scribe, by the way, just so everybody knows it's really starting to take off for you. Right. It, it is. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 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 And it's um, cheap. It's for what, what, what did I pay? $49. Yeah. 45 bucks for a whole year Uh huh. For, for the launch, for the launch, that is for the launch special. So that is not forever, but that that's, is for now. So insane. if you want to yeah. partake, now is the time to partake. Now, that, that will not, be forever. $49 y'all like yeah. 49 bucks and, and you can have subtitles on your videos. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So what do you think is what holds people back? What keeps people again, we've been there. You've been there. I've been there where it's like you watch your dream crumble, crumble. Right. And, and you don't stay stuck there. You want to stay stuck there, but you don't. Yeah. You see other people. What holds people back, man? I don't know. I mean, it's a hard question to ask because I can answer from my perspective because I have not had a real job, you know, since 2001. So general success kind of like in the workplace, I don't feel like I can really speak to. I think when it comes to entrepreneurial pursuits, I think one, that once you do one, you realize you can do 
more. So yeah, and and the more you start, the more you realize you can do more, and the more you realize how accessible it really is. So yeah, the, the you know people talk about limiting beliefs and all that, but I mean that's really what that is. Like you think, oh, this has got to be so much more difficult, and and it might be. But if you can get through those hurdles, you will start to stair step. And then I feel like you start to really feel like, yeah, I can pretty much do this. I think, you know, as long as there, there's a reason, you know, there, there's something I can grab onto. Now that's, yeah. there may not be something you can grab onto. And, um, you know, uh, I got lucky with, you know, this kind of idea that all kind of worked out. Um, but I would say people, people don't believe that they can do something. So they don't head in that direction. And I always say, if you, if you have an idea and you, and you think it's a worthy idea, head in that direction, you know, right. start moving in that direction and, you know, right. coming again, coming from kind of faith-based mindset, my, I would always say, you know, I'm a, I'm a head in this direction and a God didn't want me to do it. He'll shut it down, but I'm going to head in that direction right. and, and see what happens. So I would say, you know, head in that direction, start, start making little stair steps, start doing little things. And as you see little victories, you know, as you conquer little things and you can start to expand off of that. And really once you start seeing things start to roll down the hill and you start making progress, then everything just starts kicking in and, and you're, I feel like then your drive will kick in and you're yeah. going to want to work late or do whatever you got to do, you know, to make this thing happen. Um, that's, wow. that's, that's what I would say. What's so, so let's finish with somebody is, is, is stuck right now. They, they don't, they, they know that there's something greater and better for them, them or the, their, their life or their family. They're stuck. They don't know what to do. Maybe the electric just got shut off. The car got repoed. The, the, you know, what's hitting the fan right now. And they just don't know what to do. They don't no. know which way is up or which way to turn what, and they call you. Yeah. Hey, Craig, this is what's going on, man. I, I just feel like I've lost all hope. Yeah. What are you going to say to that person in that moment to bring, I mean, them, bring them back? Well, all in all, I mean, really just practical stuff. Uh, let people know, like you're letting me know what's going on and let me see if I can help you. Uh, <clears throat> you know, if you're trying, I mean, obviously if you have a job, then, you have a job and if you're not able to meet what you need to meet, then you need to come up with some kind of a side hustle. But if you were in my position, I would say start networking, find people that, you know, can, can help you essentially. Right. I mean, that, that's really, that was everything to me. You know, I did start getting involved in networking groups and that was a huge lesson for me. If I had understood networking, Back with Revostock or these, you know, uh, or over my previous company, I think it would have really changed things. I would yeah. have got, I would have made more connections and, and more business development opportunities. So when you're down in those dumps, you can't just hide and, you know, and, and just hope. I mean, it's not going to fix itself. 
Right. And if you can't, if you're not in a position to fix it, you need to go and find some people that can that can guide you or help you, give you advice, and possibly get you gigs, get you jobs. I mean, man, people helped me. That first chamber of commerce I went to, I met a guy who was doing marketing himself. And I mean, when I was strapped, I would call this random guy up and I'd be like, hey, man, you got anything I can do? He was like, yeah, write this content for me. I'll pay you 600 bucks and I'd go pay, you know, whatever, my car payment or whatever. Right, I, mean, right. I didn't know this guy from anybody. But right. he, I told him my story. He got it. He understood, like you understand, like most yeah. people understand you're going to have hard times. And he said, hey, let me help this guy out and uh, and give him some work to do. So That's don't hide, you know, T tell people about what's going on and people people are eager to help you. So essentially take massive action, man. If it's, if it's going, if it's going, things are going wrong. As my buddy Grant Cardone says, when things are going wrong, go 10 X. Like you gotta, you gotta turn up the heat, man. And everything. Well, you, doing. I mean, you definitely have to do that as well. And um, yeah, I mean, you can't wait until, I mean, I definitely had, fears and you have yeah. fears and you, and you want to hope things will go away. And, and I'm not going to lie. There were things that I sh maybe should have taken care of yeah. earlier, but you have to manage your psyche. I mean, you, yeah. you can't go crazy. So I knew, you know what? I probably need to deal with blank, but if I deal with it, I'm not going to be able to deal with anything else. So right. You, right. you do have to say what's critical, right? What do I have to deal with and deal with that? Yep. And when you can move on to the next thing, deal with that. And, and I'll say if you have something, you know, you have to get ahead a little bit so you yeah. have a little blank space to work on such and such. And that's really what it was like with Clipscribe. Like I had to be at a point where I could take the time I needed to work on it. Right. But I had to be financially at a point where I could do that. So I had to do other things that maybe weren't my favorite things to do. You know, I d develop websites or shoot. I mean, I shot videos. I don't like shooting videos like, right. like video production. I don't like it, but yeah. I did plenty of it Sure. because I know how to do it. And I know people will pay me to do it. Yep. So you have to do crap you don't want to do. And when Amen. you get to a point where you have that, okay, I got a little downtime. Yep. Let me make some progress on blank. Yep. Do this, make progress, do this, and get to that point where then you then you can start getting somewhere where you can start making money from the thing you've been making progress on. Yep. And then start stair stepping that. So that's it. Dude, what an incredible story. I I like I appreciate you coming on. I know we had some technical issues up front, <laughs> but um Dude, it's I'm I'm glad we worked through those and Me and too. you came on. You have an unbelievable story, and and you know for anybody that is um, doing video content, you you must have subtitles on your videos if if you want to make more traction on social media. Indeed. Um, and and Craig has developed something. I have the comment um, pinned. That is my affiliate link. Please um, click on that if you if you decide you want. It's only forty nine bucks, and that's per year. 
you get all kinds of like it like I, I I looked last night. I didn't even realize you can tell how much you've used. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. And and so my mine's at like I've used seven minutes mm. for the month. Yeah. Which is insane because I've used a bunch of it. But yeah. I, I do little videos with little little uh subtitles on there and it works it's awesome dude i uploaded that video yesterday it was about a minute and i think minute and nine seconds or something i literally it, it took i mean it was so fast it was mind-blowing mm. like i got i got notified within 60 seconds i don't even think it was that long yeah that was, was impressive so, yeah it's sped up we've sped it up quite yeah. a bit so dude you've yeah. got an incredible platform an incredible system and I, I just, I pray for you. I hope that it continues to grow because you're providing unbelievable value to the world, man. It's awesome. I appreciate it, man. And, yeah. and uh, support is everything. So, yeah. you know, if you try it out and you have any issues, just yeah. DM me. I'll be on it like crazy. Um, and he's not kidding. Yeah. I had an issue at 930 Eastern Standard Time one night and I sent him a text message and, and, Boom. It, he was on it. Like <laughs> I woke up at 4 a.m. and and just checked my phone and there was something wrong and I got on it and fixed it. Yeah. So I'm serious about this. That's uh, awesome. I mean, I think it's everything. Customer support yeah. is everything. And it's a great way to connect with people and build relationships too. So it's, it's awesome, very dude. important to me. So please reach out. You know, if, if you have any issues, I'd love, love to take care of it. Awesome, brother. Well, thank you. I appreciate you coming on, sharing your story, being so transparent. And and everybody, check it out. Go click on the link I put in the in the messages. Click on that link and go check it out. It's it's incredible. So, Craig, thanks again. I appreciate you being on, bro. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for having me. All right. We'll see you guys later. Have a great day. Bye bye.